0: Hey guys,
1: welcome to our podcast. I'm Lindsay.
2: I'm Dorian. I'm Tyler.
1: And today we're going to be talking about what it means to never forget. So Dorian, what in your words can you describe what it means to never forget?
2: So the way I thought about it is um, to never forget like certain points in um, history, especially like the Holocaust, so we don't have repeats and we can learn from the mistakes that we've caused in the past. Yeah. To make a brighter future. So, what do you have to say about Ty?
0: Well, I said um, we should be learning from our past, uh, say, like the Holocaust, Um, all the mistakes that were made during the whole event, uh, learning from them, keep making sure they don't happen again. uh, That's really all it is. And if something good happened, you could learn from that and have it repeat. What about you, Lindsay?
1: Well, in my opinion, what it means to never forget is to always remember, always remember the good and bad things that happened to you. To have that image in your mind never go away and always be reminded of how and when and why the things happened to you. Why do you
2: think we should always remember?
1: So we could not repeat the same mistakes that other people made.
0: I think like this because it's how I was taught in 8th grade, our English teacher started us off with learning about the Holocaust, getting the idea and head to never forget, never let it happen again, uh, that's why I think this way, thanks, this is Whitney.
1: What about you Dorian, any other thoughts on this subject?
2: So. I think, like, another thing like, like to never forget is like, never forget, like, the certain reasonings behind things because, um, you can, like, understand reasoning and not forget that. They'll have a more lasting impact and you'll know, have a better understanding of why you should forget it.
1: What do you think was, uh, Hitler's reason for starting the Holocaust?
2: Well, I. Th-
0: well. Uh, I actually watched lots of videos on this sort of topic. Um, Hitler's motivation for starting the Holocaust was uh, he believed in the social pyramid, where the German Aryans were on top and the Jews were on the bottom. So as he started, he wanted to get remove all the bad races, starting off with the Jews.
1: Uh, well, that's a
2: good
1: opinion on it. Well, good little background.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Anyway, that's it for today's podcast Bye!
2: Alright, welcome to our um, second podcast So, we're going to talk about um, what other historical events does um, Never Forget remind us of So, um, I'm Dorian I'm
1: Lindsay I'm
2: Tyler So, would you like to start us off, Tyler? Well, uh,
0: the historical events that this phrase reminds me of would be practically any war that I know of that involves Russia and attacking them in the winter. For some reason, throughout all of history, uh, any attempts to invade Russia have failed because they have been attacking in the winter. The Russians have soldiers and troops trained to fight in the winter, yet throughout all of these wars, no one has learned that so they always attack in the winter. What about you, Lindsay?
1: Well, this phrase reminds me of many events. Um, The wars that the U.S. participated in and the people who risked their lives to fight for our country and their fellow U.S. citizens, um, they risked their lives to fight for independence. And another time period that reminds me of this is the time period where there was a difference between white and black skins, and where black skins were treated like slaves and like they had no purpose in this world, other than to serve white people. And many of the white people will never forget how they treated their slaves, and how the slaves will never forget how the white people treated them.
2: So, um, some historical events that never forget reminds me of are some of like the wars that have happened, especially some of the world wars, because um, I don't think we should forget about those that happen, especially considering the amount of people that have died and them to protect certain lands, because um, they risked a lot, it's because it's their lives that they risked. Um. What are you doing? Uh, so, connecting back to what Tyler said, Um, with the whole repetition and, like, people attacking Russia, I think that's interesting because I noticed that, like, Napoleon and, um, Hitler also, like, had that same, um, crossover with the mistakes that they made invading Russia. Do you think, uh, Hitler knew much about the Napoleonic Wars and how he invaded Russia, too? I don't know, because I don't know if, like, during that time, if there was a lot of studying of history. I mean... I can maybe they did, but I just don't think it might have crossed his mind. Because, I mean, they did end up repeating the same thing. I know he was filled with fury at the time, so he probably could have been blocked out by all this fury. I think that was the same thing with Napoleon. I yeah. think there was something in his mind that caused him to just, like, not really think much about it. And he, like, just went out and attacked them. Which is part of the issue. You, might, you don't want to be surrounded by
0: anger because then it blocks your ability to remember and learn and
2: focus on the true objectives. Do you have any thoughts on
1: Um, no, not really. You guys pretty much summed it all up.
2: Well, are you sure?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
2: Nothing well, anything to add on? Maybe something new they want to bring to the table? Elaborate more of what you said earlier?
1: Um, just how maybe Hitler kind of treated the Jew- Jews like they had no purpose in life, just how um, white people treated black slaves back then.
2: I kind of like that connection that you made because I think those are not completely similar, but in the way of degrading like human beings, especially with making people slaves and what they did to the Jews. Good connection
1: taking away their humanity
2: they were essentially we treated as slaves just even worse because I know that they lot of, would force labor them to digging trenches if I recall especially in the night when Mosh the Beetle, when his first encounter with the where they were stationed what he had to deal with it was a lot of um, slavery type stuff because they had to dig trenches and work for them and then they had to pay with their lives at the end I guess that wraps this one up
1: yeah good discussion today guys um, uh, that concludes our second podcast hope you enjoyed
0: welcome to episode three of our podcast uh, we are going to be talking about a time in our own life that we've remained silent or neutral in the face of an oppression uh, would you like to start us off Dorian
2: uh yes uh One thing that happened to me when I remained silent is kind of like in my group of friends, like when we're hanging out, sometimes like we'll say things that can be kind of messed up but like most of the time we just pass it on as a joke because we all laugh about it but sometimes I always think like it can be a little serious because I don't always know if it is actually a joke so it's like sometimes I can remain silent if someone says something because I just have the mindset if it's just a joke so I just let it pass on without really ever thinking about it too much. So Saman on go next.
1: Well I think the only time that I remember in my life where I stood silent and remained neutral in the face of oppression was when I just stood there watching someone getting treated unfairly or getting pushed around mentally or physically or emotionally or spiritually. And like, I just stood there and not, like, going in to help because I was afraid that I was going to get hurt or made fun of or humiliated for trying to stick up for the person that was getting humiliated or something.
2: Sometimes it's just kind of a leap of faith moment. You have to. Yeah. Even if sometimes you have to, like, risk, Not I don't want to say losing something about yourself, but in the end, if it helps the person, then you know, sometimes it's always best to take that pain Later. Have you ever thought to uh, have like a private
0: conversation with any of your friends and ask them how they feel on the topic?
2: Well, not really, because most of the times I'm like we're like hanging out, like everything just goes by quickly. You don't really get a chance like to think about the moment those certain moments happening. So you know, not necessarily.
1: I don't really have friends that have struggled with this, but I've seen people around campus that. Um, struggle with this, and um, I just feel like we could do a better job of standing up. I remember a time in my life where I stood up for one of my friends that was being bullied, but like it was, it was a different kind of bullying than it was that it is in high school.
0: I have a friend that um, I met online that lives in Kentucky. Uh, she tells me that she gets sexually assaulted like nearly every day um and i technically don't stay silent or neutral about it but it's at the same time i am because i can't do anything about it yeah so really all i can do is get angry at the fact that it happens tell her that if i was there i would be doing something about it and so and so
2: have you ever tried telling her this? I
0: have, and she's like, I can't because everyone at the school hates her, and if she were to try something, it's just gonna get negative backlash at her, and it's just gonna get worse.
1: has, has she told you that she's gone to see a trusted adult or someone that's that's higher not, authority? At the I thing?
0: probably should try recommending that. I I have kind of, but all the trusted adults aren't really trusted and they're unreliable to her. What about her parents? Her parents too. Her mom. Yeah, It's like she's a little bit on the woo side and does like ways to get high and stuff.
2: And I know that there's, I mean, especially at our school, there's certain programs that help people with whatever kinds of things, like the gay straight alliance and stuff like that. So maybe you can tell her to like try finding a certain program like that or you even reach out and look online. Maybe. Try to find somewhere that she can receive help. Especially if she doesn't have a lot of trusted adults, especially her parents. Because that's a big thing. It is. Because she doesn't have that support. And parents have a big role in your life. So it's like, if you don't have that, then you got to do what you can.
1: Yeah, like I said, like, bullying is so much different in high school than it is in middle school or elementary school. And, like, there's specific people here that are, like, trained to help with bullying. a
2: lot of people resort to more extreme methods of bullying. You know, I haven't necessarily seen any bullying in my life.
1: I haven't seen any here yet.
2: I mean, I've seen the aftermath of some things. Like, my friend got jumped-ish, so... And the cops are called and stuff like that, so I know I've seen it firsthand, but I haven't seen too many fights besides, like, joking around, like, with my friends and stuff. Those aren't, like, close as serious as certain levels of violence can get. Well, I guess that wraps this one up.
0: Uh... See you in the next episode.
1: Bye! Bye. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to our uh, fourth episode. Um, where we'll be talking today about how our lives can honor Wesel's message in both his novel and night. And, his acceptance
2: speech too.
1: Yeah, his Nobel ex- Peace Prize acceptance speech. Um... <laughs> How do you think you could, you guys could honor um, Ellie with Salad well, through your think, actions and um, daily lives?
2: Some ways that we can do it, it's just uh, every once in a while during your days, is, is to just, like, think and kind of um, just, like, think about what he had to say, especially in his experiences tonight and um, throughout the acceptance speech so you can try to incorporate the never-forget message that he had in, uh, July.
0: Going along with the never forget thing, I would say probably learning about the Holocaust for three years in a row now. I started learning about it in 8th grade as we said in the second episode, and I've learned about it ever since. It's been quite an interesting topic, but it does get repetitive at times, Um, but uh, we also can have it happen by never letting it happen again, of course, and stopping smaller forms of oppression. Lindsay, do you have anything to add to it?
1: Well, I feel like one way we could honor Wassell's message is by standing up for something or someone um, that you believe is is wrong. And I think we should take advantage of what we have in our in in the moment, like friends and family, or like a roof over our head, or food on our table. Um, and I feel like we should stick up for the people who get taken advantage of and bullies, um, we should stand up and not watch it happen because, yeah.
2: So connecting back to what you said earlier, Tyler, I think the whole reason why it gets repetitive with us learning about the Holocaust is just because there's a lot of important so, messages to gain from it and just to keep it in our, in our lives so we do never forget it. Yeah. Because it's
0: important for us to... try to input it into our minds so it's not... It, would hold us back from doing bad things.
2: Just so we don't gradually incorporate it in small ways into our life. Yeah.
1: Can you guys remember any time that you um, tried to remember of like a time that you think you honored um, something that you firmly believed in?
0: Well, I don't have many beliefs, but... Well, I, I haven't really done much in my life to honor anything. I'm very unhonorable, you could say. Uh, maybe trying to stand up for the friend I was talking about in the last episode. That's really all I could think of at the moment.
1: What about you, Dorian? Can you think of a time where you honored a belief system that you had? really that you
2: believe that's wrong or right in certain cases i know a lot of people especially nowadays like kind of incorporate bad lifestyle habits like not eating much and stuff like that and i just sometimes i try to help them talk about how like the importance of like getting the basic necessities that you need in your life to have a productive day because um i notice that a lot of times people seem sluggish throughout the days I understand now because um, they don't have healthy lifestyles, so so I incorporate my healthy lifestyle to try to help them.
1: Do you think the San Marcos High community um, helps us stand up for what we believe in or honor, um, like, the message?
2: I think they do in some ways, but it's just not as noticeable. I mean, we have our assemblies, but those are rarely, they rarely ever happen. The only time that they happen a lot is during the football season, but those are more, aren't really focused on certain things, like how you mentioned, and you see certain posters about things, but it's just like you're too busy thinking about, like, a lot of other things, so you don't really notice stuff on the walls or anything, because they're tiny. and not, like, getting the message out there. Yeah. Do
1: um, you think the... So Marcos High Community supports us in any way with our beliefs or anything.
2: Well, yes
0: and no. They do a good job for the more general things, but there's so much students at the school that have their own individual beliefs that it's kind of hard to appeal to them all. Yeah,
2: there's like 3,600 kids at this school.
0: Yeah, which is a lot. But um, you can't really appeal to everyone at some point. I think that's a great topic to leave on, so
2: do I end it, Lizzie?
1: Yeah, well, that concludes our four-episode podcast for you. (laughs) Bye.